Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Hey everyone. Uh, so, this episode of The Wild contains depictions of sexual assault of a minor and also discussions of death by suicide. And obviously, our podcast will be discussing these topics as well. Um, there are resources listed in the show notes below. So, please feel free to utilize those. Uh, take care. Thanks. It's about to get wild here on Post Show Recaps. We're back with a coverage of The Wilds. My name is Grace, here with my co-host first. Jess, how are you doing? I hate it. <laughs> I hate it here. I hate it here. Well, I was going to think of like a clever, cute intro, and then I just thought, you know what? I hate it here, and that's what I'm going to say. Maybe we should all retire like Barbara. Uh, Ariel's also here. Hi, Ariel. Yeah, the... I'm thinking of Barbara now. Uh, <laughs> this, um, yeah, we were we were wondering how what it would happen to the boys' island, and now we know. Uh, it's not great. Um, Seth is and a bad guy. Terrible. Seth is a horrible guy. Yeah, I mean, we kind of knew yeah. he was gonna not be great, but like I thought in the Confederate way, not in the like you know assault way. Yeah. So. My initial instinct after I watched the episode was that I really, really, really hated it. And I really hated it not in the, like, oh, the show made me not like Seth. I hated it in the, like, I don't like that they had that in there. Yep. Um, you know, there's, like, I think the difference between, like, it happening and then all there's, like, then the extent of, like, we really saw it happen. Because I think what I, like, you know, 
post season one, I thought that they really handled like uh, the stories about Martha's um, experience yeah. being assaulted um, incredibly well in the sense of like, we don't need to show you. We can just tell, we can tell you it happened and that's okay. Which is actually very different from a lot of the critiques I've had of shows about like show, show don't tell, like when shows are just kind of like try to tell you something and it's, you don't imagine it. Like, I just don't think we need to see it. And I, yeah, I don't know. We are the only people probably sitting and like talking about the show after uh, the episode finished rather than just letting the next episode play. And so I'm holding out the teensiest bit of hope that like this is handled in a way that has tact and yeah. works. But my initial instinct having to stop down the episode was like, I really don't like it. So, yeah, I think that it's for me, it's like not just that that's enough, right? Like that end, how it ended, all of that with Seth and Josh bad very bad hated it didn't want to watch it didn't like watching it just all around not liking that um didn't like the way they handled it you know none of that but i think what makes it so much worse is that like the rest of the episode was not super strong at least on the boys side is what i would say like i, I liked the girl stuff but mm -hmm. man like this is the exact antithesis of what i liked about season one is that season one, we got this amazing group of young women, like diverse group of young women with super interesting backstories. Um, yeah, they all had like their different issues. We it, it was all very like insightful and like well like well told stories. Um, this felt like Lord of the Flies in a really bad way. Where it's like, let's just be men and men hunt, me man, me jump around fire and hunt. And it just felt like the exact opposite of why I watched the show in season one. And so I really, like, t it capped it off with the Seth stuff. But I was already, like, down, like, in a sinkhole of despair through the episode of, like, I absolutely can't stand what is happening right now. Yeah, it's, um... It's a lot of it's a weird mix of a lot of uh, not so great things. And I think like we were obviously um, tracking Seth's character and like, you know, it seemed like there was another shoe that was going to drop at some point. Um, mm -hmm. And it, that's one of the things that's so confounding about it is like it almost feels like the show, you know, is like using it in this way where you know, you're, you're expecting something bad to happen. And then this happens, but it's like, at what cost? Like that, was this worth it? Like if, if the ultimate mm -hmm. intent is just like the switcheroo of like, oh, it's not, he's not a confederate. He's just this fucking monster. Sorry. We can, uh, no, no, good. Totally uh, <laughs> it's like, w was that worth it? Like, yes, it, it's undeniable that he's this terrible human, but like, it just it kind of doesn't make sense in a way or at least it doesn't it doesn't feel earned and i know it doesn't yeah. matter like whether it's earned or not but it's just it feels out of the blue in a way that that isn't um god uh it just doesn't work i don't know it, it didn't yeah. work for me yeah so i watched this episode a bit before you folks watched it and had a pretty immediate reaction the more i'm like walking away from it and thinking about it there is a world where I, I actually think as I, 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 I kind of wish they didn't show it in the way they show it, but the storyline in here, I think can 
be a way to disprove Gretchen's point of view and to actually think that like there is a world in which um, what they tried to do with the boys could have been successful because I think that what I hope to see is actually that the society doesn't super, I mean, I, I don't know, I guess they say like, yeah, it definitely failed and it, you know, whatever, but this idea that um, perhaps um, the rest of the boys will, that the rest of the boys are good hearted kids who are like, and will actually, believe Josh and, and will believe Josh yeah. and will have like, if, it, if, you know, um, the thing is like, nobody talks about it. So I'm not sure like Raph knows, we don't know who else knows, but whether that, whether Seth can be a bad seed and that not being reflective that like all yeah. men are bad is like the one thing that I, like if the show goes moves in that direction I think I can be more okay with this episode even if I still probably won't love that particular scene which I think feels so uh in here to be shock value yeah, yeah. to be um you know, to to have Seth standing over Josh to be putting his foot on Josh, um, that it that scene feels unnecessary, um, mm -hmm. especially that the, this show has done a good job of talking about topics without needing to set to show exactly what happened, um, and so that is like I think I'm walking away from where like I feel the most uncomfortable. Included, I think some some people and probably the show would would tell me. You're supposed to feel uncomfortable. It's an uncomfortable scene. We're supposed to, you're supposed to right. sit in the uneasiness right. of somebody doing this to another person. But I, I think they could have done that effectively without having it to be like that, especially when they've shown that they can do that in the past. And yeah, I'm just like a little like, I got to see where we go from here. And that's a really tough thing to do when we are literally podcasting and stopping. Down yeah. Every episode. But I think that, like, yeah, we they drop this all at once. Like, they probably intend for you to to go right to the next episode. But, like, yeah, this is the reality of the situation that we are stopping down after every episode and talking things through. And, like, the reality of the the, the situation here is, like, I didn't enjoy this episode that much. Like, it, there were rare moments that I, I liked it. Um, I don't know if part of it is that we didn't get any off um, besides bunker stuff. We didn't get any, like, flashbacky stuff to mm -hmm. learn any more about the characters, which I think is um not great when we have and again we've spoke about it before we have so many new people on this boys island that we still don't know a ton about mm -hmm. and to have the fourth episode in not be a flashback episode um i don't know if that worked for me i i just feel like uh i don't quite understand who josh is um and so like i think that we needed to learn we need to learn more about him we need to learn more about ivan like there are so many characters yeah. that we need to learn more about mm -hmm. So, yeah 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 it's yeah um yeah and i you know i am somebody who very much likes like not happy tv i, I say it a lot you watch a I'm lot like, of unhappy tv i watch a lot of unhappy tv yeah. i i don't mind sitting in darkness i think it was like i mean thank god the show is doing these like content warnings up top i don't know whose decision that was but to say yeah. um there you know this stuff comes up in this episode i actually think a little bit um probably uh, in some ways they, I feel like they're not doing kind of enough in terms of like, if it's going to be a, if it's like the big thing from the episode, they are putting the content warning up, but yep. not doing enough to be like, but also all the other stuff that they're all dealing with that, like all the content warning ish stuff that they've been talking about, yeah. you probably need to put that in there too, because it's like coming up during the episode. 
But thank goodness that content warning was there. But I also think it, like this is this is a, it, it is surprising to me that this is a show that can have dealt with death by suicide, um, uh, like abuse, uh, like like uh, ch child abuse, um, uh, you know, sexual assault of a, of a child, like all of this stuff that is in there. And yet, I still watch this scene, and I'm like, I feel very uncomfortable. And like, it's not like the show hasn't tackled tough topics before. So yeah. this feels like a different choice. And I do think it's in there to like. I feel like they box themselves in a corner a little bit to say, not only are we going to have this like boys group that Gretchen believes is going to fail, we have to we also have to say it failed. So yeah, I feel like there's there's something will be pulled out from under that, but there's a way in which I think like the framing devices they were using for this show and specifically the boys group made them feel like they had to put in this scene like this when I don't think they needed to do it exactly like this. So, yeah. yeah. Well. We'll jump into the recap of the episode. <laughs> uh, it is uh, day 42 slash 15, the title of the episode. <sighs> Fatness counting the days. Um, and she's actually just imagining what she'd be doing if she wasn't on the island. And <laughs> maybe getting some laser done uh, downstairs. Uh, and she says that last. She says, oh, today is July 18th. And Dottie has a little bit of a reaction. It turns out mm -hmm. it's Dottie's birthday. Fatness yeah. very excited. Uh, Dottie says, please don't tell the others. I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> middle finger entering uh, entering the the camp. Guess what, bitches? Ice the booze and get horny. It's Dorothy's <laughs> mother effing birthday. I did love this. I think it's wonderful that it's Dottie's birthday of all people. I think it's wonderful that it's Fatten who finds out first. I think it's wonderful that Dottie is a cancer. And now that we know that confirmed. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I love this. Like, um, I don't know that the Shelby stuff exactly connected with me. I understand why the Shelby stuff is happening. Mm -hmm. But love the birthday shenanigans as a whole. Loved it. Yeah, Fatten's uh, line read there. It's like probably some of my, it might be like my favorite line read where she comes up and she's giving them all the finger and she's like, <laughs> I can't get horny. And she's pointing at the couple. She's like, can't get horny. I'm shocked that they've held off on not drinking the champagne thus far. All right. Yeah, me too. They've been saving it. Like, yeah. dang. Uh, they're all saving alcohol because the boys too at the end of the episode will have a bunch of beer. Oh, uh, I, can't, I, I can't. They would have already drank as well. Uh, yeah. Sorry. We'll get there. I get so angry when people waste the booze when they're on an island and they don't have any more. But that's fine. We'll get to yeah. it. Um. So, uh, Lena's asking how much longer she has to to do this. Um. They've been down for hours. I can't tell if she's getting warm. They know something happened 15 days in. Um. This is in the bunker. Um, uh, and Leah worries that uh, they won't hold up their end of the bargain. And Dean says um, he can't believe he fell for a panic attack. And Gretchen mm -hmm. asks, uh, you know, if they can find out what happened with the boys, they'll call it a wash. Uh, he offers Leah, Leah a good faith gesture. Transcripts of several calls that Jeff had made inquiring about her welfare. And they'll <sighs> let her call him if she comes through. This is a lie, right? Like this is a lie. I it's it's hard to say because I, I sat there thinking too. Like they can type these things up. They can yeah, especially it's at a first transcript. Glance, yeah, hearing his voice. Like, here's a 
here's a sticker that we made and it's from Jeff. Like, I don't know. Like, it's like how I'd do have you know? to, I'd have to like pause. I didn't have time to pause down on like the transcripts and like read through some of them. I'm wondering if there's anything like identifying in there, although they're like, they know everything about Leah at this point. So they would be able to, to know all of that. I just, I was like, I know she called him. I'm trying to remember back in season one when she called him with the like uh, cell phone that she found oh, yeah. on um, Janine. I can't remember exactly what she said. Um, yeah, I don't remember either. That would lead him to then be worried and try to contact authorities. Yeah. But to me, it just feels sus that they're like, they know the one way to get to Leah and the one. I just, why are we bringing up problematic Jeff again? Like that annoyed me. The fact that they even brought him back into the show sure. after season one. I was like, why are we doing this? Yeah. Honestly, the fact that they brought him up, especially in this episode, just felt like particularly. Yes. Cool. Then random. when I thought he gets brought up a couple times in the episode in the bunker and also yes. also at the thing. And I thought that that was the content warning at the front, at the top of the episode that they decided, oh, if they're bringing Jeff back up, that that's what the content warning is before. Like, no, that was wrong. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So Leah sneaks into Raph's room, sneaks in quotation marks. And uh, Leah says she's not sure if what they're going to do is going to work. They have to start to make a move. They don't have enough time left. And Raph offers her a drink, and she says it's not her favorite flavor. Um, but he says it's the only one that comes in a green bottle. And he got to keep all the green bottles because they weren't worth as much at the recycling plant, so his mom would let him keep them. And Leah says mm -hmm. they need to get home. Uh, he asks, how does the move start? And she says, we need to get more of us. Leah knows the girls, but she needs to know Roth's people, their strengths, their weaknesses, who they can trust. And he begins to start talking about day 15. Yeah. Honestly, Leah is pro with this. She's pro at manipulating people. Um, I thought this might be the content, the reason for the content warning for a minute later on when we get like their knees touching. I was like, yeah. oh, no, 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 please, no, please, no, not this. That's, that's what no. I was thinking. And I was just like, yeah. oh, no, I hope they don't go there because I was ready to like mention this other show that had crossed a kind of line like that in the sense of like an interrogator or a person trying to get like, yeah. you know, on the good side of someone that's or, you know, get information happen. from someone. Um, but, you know, we clearly were wrong. Yeah, so we're like, yeah, so that she wants to know. I mean, I think it's like we can see through her, but that's because we know what she's trying to do. I feel like with him, she does a good job where she's just like, listen, I know all about my people. You need to tell me about your people. Very natural segue to get him talking about D15. And they're like, they're going to try. They have to come up with a plan for the Jaguar. That's what this entire episode is about with the guys, the Jaguar, right? The Jaguar, we're going to, yeah. we're going to surround the cat on all sides. And this is, this is a Scotty's plan. We're going to, we're going to stab it. And he just like draws a Jaguar. Stab, in the stab, sand. Stab, 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 stab. <laughs> and stab. Then we get, and again, like, um, Grace, I know you think Kieran is going to have a redemption arc. Yes. Like, Yes. How do we come back from him saying, Scotty, this isn't the hood? Like, I was like, get me out of this place. Um, it's, it's because not it's not great. It's absolutely racist. And it's uh, absolutely a joke that people in my high school would have made. So, oh, it, uh, it 100 percent is a joke people in my high school would have made. Yes. But right. it's just like what it's so awful. And like, obviously, Scotty calls him out on it. Um, he's, he says he has like, his brain is overheating and he calls him a big bird ass bitch. Is, is your jalopy ass brain overheating, you big bird ass bitch? <laughs> I know it's not funny to make people fun of people's appearances, but it was really, it was really funny. Um, uh, yeah. I tell, I mean, the Kieran redemption arc is coming. Also I will be 
furious because in my mind, he says so many problematic things all the time. In fact, at certain points, I thought at certain, obviously the content warning stuff comes into play at the very, very end of the episode. So the entire episode, we're all kind of like waiting, right? To see what it is that causes content warning. I thought it was going to be Kieran for a minute when he's alone with Seth because Mm -hmm. The energy in that situation mm-hmm. was making me uncomfortable. Kieran, yeah. when I see him on screen, flat out makes me uncomfortable. He says shit that's just not okay to say. Well, yeah, I I would I definitely agree with that. I also think there's a like I think this the conversation between Josh and Raph uh, is really interesting in this episode in terms of like mm-hmm. these things you say and revealing yourself and who you are and and where does that like step because it's very I think it's interesting that in this episode they have two people basically doing the same thing, which is being saying things that are um not correct to say yeah um and one person is doing it from this like uh earnest place of like thinking he is being a good person the other person weaponizing it um and yet the reaction is kind of the same from from and scotty that like uh like that it sucks no matter what you know that like um so anyway i think it's interesting um so Seth says uh, that uh, a direct attack would be a suicide mission, but maybe the spears are the right idea. They should work from a distance, so maybe a trap. That's Henry's advice. Um, maybe onto some sharp-ass spears. I wrote yellow jackets. Yeah, <laughs> they're just stealing from all the shows at this point. Yeah, And yeah. Roth suggests the bunker. I have like yeah. a really dumb thing to ask. Yeah. Okay, I understand the bunker makes sense, right? And you put the spears in it. Mm-hmm. Instead of risking your lives going at it with a hatchet and some pieces of wood, why not just take the top and just trap it in the bunker? Is the lid uh, that heavy? Like, can you just bloop? I don't know. And then yeah, you just then, like, starve it like, out or wait something. Wait for it to die. Yeah, I mean, maybe I mean, the that's meat awful would, to say, but like the meat would go bad. Yeah, I mean, it's hard. I mean, maybe if they didn't have one, I mean, I don't know. The reason it's awful to say is well, actually, no, if you let it, st- if it starves out, then there's less meat, actually. That is well. true. I'm just saying, <laughs> oh, like, no. it's less risky, though, than mm-hmm. trying to attack it. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, um, I could see a combination of like if it weren't stuck or if like they weren't sure it was stuck for whatever reason, for actually for a physics reason that I will get to, but like physics. maybe or not maybe a physical logistical reason. Uh, <laughs> You're going to be like the hypotenuse and the listen, trajectory. <laughs> the physics do not, the limit does not exist. The no, momentum uh, of the spears. Like having to put something on it and then like move it so they could kill it. I mean, that could have been a whole thing, but yeah. My bigger thing was like, why? I'll just say it now. Part of what um, makes the the sharp spear contraption work is like the amount of weight and gravity that you like. Usually, it's yes. like you're much higher than like the spears are. So I just like find the spears are basically right there. They so should have yes, chopped them shorter. Hurt. Yes. Yeah, I just, I'm with you. I wasn't. I wasn't loving the idea. Mm. No. Fair execution um, wasn't great. Well, Ivan's like, uh, aren't cats brilliant? <laughs> Bo's mm-hmm. like, do we really think we can bait it? And this guy's like, yeah, we'll make a shitty meat souffle. <laughs> Seth is like very happy, he thinks they figured it out. They all put their hands in and uh, chant, We'll kill a mother effing jag. Yeah. Uh, Seth is chatting with Roth and says, Who would have thought Second City would have come in handy? Um, and Roth doesn't get the reference. And then Seth pretends there are fire ants on uh, on Roth, and Roth like jokingly hits Seth back. 
and then Josh. I thought this was like the again. I thought this here was like okay. There's there is going to be because we had said oh we're shi- oh my god I feel so bad now for shipping Seth and Roth the first episode but like yeah. I had thought that maybe this was something but then no the real reason they had this set up is so that Josh can like jump in and try to be a part and it's so awkward because he wants to be a part of something but he. Yeah. Very obviously is not, and he wants to team up with Spills with a Z. Yeah. Um, yeah. but no, he's like, oh no, I have to go handle Kieran. Um, so you have you should stay with Roth at the bunker. Team Team Jake. Team Jake. their school. Oh gosh, yeah. yeah. Back with the girls, I realized Dottie is 18th. It's her 18th birthday on her uh, mm-hmm. on, on July 18th. Um, she's sure Dottie would be rather would rather be somewhere else, but she's here having a champagne from Idaho. Barb, have some self-respect. <laughs> Barb, have some self respect. Um, Shelby wants to throw a giant party. Uh, uh, she's described as having a major divorce dad energy. Um, Dottie hates surprises, but they're amazing. gonna give her exactly what she'll learn to love. 18 on the 18th. Uh, Fatten has unleashed a party goat fiend. Shelby wanting to plan a party does not surprise me. No, same. I think it's the the fervor with which she is invested in this is a hundred percent on the fact that she feels guilty about not doing the signal mm. fire. Yeah. Yes, for sure. And Fatten here again, just showing like her incredible intuition to be like something is clearly going on with you, and like that's like a, its own thing. Shelby will get to it later. Like, her just like reading dot, or excuse me, Marty and Tony for filth about the crowd. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Um, so uh, back with the boys, Kieran and Seth are making spears. And Kieran says to Seth, I see right through you. Um, and um, he's talking, he's not talking about him. He's talking about the game he's playing on the island, working the group, trying to be everyone's favorite camp counselor. Who can't? So at least, uh, I mean, Kieran sucks, but mm-hmm. the very least, he's calling out the stuff we've been calling out, where it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, you're playing a game, dude, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Seth says he's, uh, says, oh, what, like I'm an evil genius who figured out my plan to be nice to people. But then he does admit, he's like, yeah, I definitely want people to like me. Uh, He says him and Kieran are built the same. Seth can say whatever he wants. uh, Sorry, Kieran can say whatever he wants with no Fs given. given. Uh, He asks Kieran what's wrong, asks if his meds aren't working. uh, And Kieran pushes him up against the tree. He's like, stop thinking about my dick, which again, just more penis talk from the I don't understand what this show's obsession is with that part of the body. Now all three of us, now all three of us are thinking about it too. And Kieran would be upset. And the many, many <laughs> listeners. And this listeners. is also where I thought, again, there are so many moments where I was like, is this it? Because mm-hmm. he's like, he keeps talking about his own penis. And like, I'm like, is there some closeted stuff here? Like, is there is there some Shelby-isms happening in this season with Kieran? Mm-hmm. Um, And yep. he like throws Seth up against a tree with like his forearm, like up against his neck. Um, it's like pretty intense, but Seth, this is where Seth scared me here is the fact that he was able to like hold it together. And he's like, tough thing isn't going to work on me, bro. Like, I was like, oh, like, he's not going to just shove him back. Like he's actually calculating in his brain, you know? He tells Kieran that like he can't uh, like you know just sleep with anybody. As soon as he sees someone, he zeroes in. Last time he, a girl broke up with him, he took the cat. Uh, uh, the mom called it kidnapping. That's actually why he's on the trip. Uh, he needs to learn how to stop being so codependent. Uh, and then Kieran's like, always bring sand to the beach. Uh, 
What the hell does that even mean? I don't. He's he's talking about like uh, cake by the ocean. To, yeah, you need cake to get a lot of cake by the ocean. ocean. Don't you, don't you cake by the ocean. <laughs> so that so that the one cake that you're craving or missing doesn't matter as oh, much. Like a backup cake. Yes, exactly. Oh, have I many see a cakes, like cake. grains of sand. Like you have a lot of sand. Like it doesn't yeah, matter. Sand. Like you need to here's, spread it out. Here's the thing. This is where I knew. Oh no no, Seth is real bad like i thought at first he was just a, a confederate mm-hmm. the minute he steals someone's cat i'm like we're done here goodbye man yeah. never need to see you again you don't steal someone's pet seth well i just thought it was like uh i thought seth, i thought this was gonna lead to seth and roth like because uh roth has kind of zeroed in a little bit on like mm-hmm. marisol right like uh there's like a connection there in terms of Roth being in this relationship that like somebody's not really interested in him, but he can't like he's so hung up on her that that's where I thought this was going. I, I mean, yeah, it's like wild to steal a cat, but I also thought like, uh, yes, it's bad to steal a cat. And also like I, I wasn't here. I wasn't there yet that like Seth is totally a bad dude, because to me, it's like it does suck if you break up with somebody and like, yeah, and then, you, you know, you don't get to see their little cat anymore. But I mean, it's wild yeah. to be able to kidnap a cat, but. I I didn't act right. And like, he's kind of joking about it. So we don't know or not joking, but he's kind of like, we can't tell how serious he's being about the cat part in particular, but to the point of like him at this point, I wasn't suspecting him uh, of like being evil, but I was very sure that when he said, I like being liked by people, he was being so on, like it was for me, okay, this was like his one moment of truth. Like he yeah. said this thing that is absolutely true, yeah. whether we know what it what it actually means or not. Mm-hmm. I could tell the show was like telling us because of the way his face moves and whatever. And I would argue that like, this is like, and I don't think it works, but this is, you know, setting up what comes later when like, you know, whatever, what happens yeah. goes against what he's saying here of like, I, I enjoy being liked, but it just doesn't like it. This is what the show is trying to build that on this foundation. And the foundation is like, not strong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they hear a twig snapping in the, in the jungle. They believe it's, it's the Jaguar. Uh, we cut to Josh and Raph working at the bunker. Uh, we learned that Josh also went to circus camp. Uh, not only okay. magic camp, also circus camp. He's balance, He's doing I some know. like baton work. I like. I feel so bad for Josh. We've all known a Josh like this, and we've all known a Josh. <laughs> um, <laughs> not that Josh, but yeah. we all have known a person like Josh in our lives who like tries so hard to fit in, like mm-hmm. over, like too hard to fit in, and as a result, they don't fit in. But like he's so earnest, and he tries so hard, and he just wants to be included. Uh, he wants to be popular. He wants the popular guy to like him. This was this was one of the most challenging things when I was a, a camp director and a camp counselor. When you had a kid in your cabin who, like, ba- like their personality just like didn't jive, and so yeah. they did not fit in. And like, it's like someone like Raph, like he he is very like nicely being kind to to Josh in a way, especially in this episode that like not every kid does and also i don't expect every kid to like have the like emotional intelligence at their age like especially Mm -hmm. like a little bit younger than these kids to like know that a kid is kind of annoying and to still like be nice to them like it's it was a really challenging thing of like 
yet they get annoyed by him and also it's because the kid is kind of annoying <laughs> like yeah. i don't know what else to do i don't know what to do like i'll be nice to him and i'll make sure that like they don't like bully him because of it but like it is really you can't hard when the force kid is, them like, him to fit in you, yeah, you can't, can't squish make a puzzle piece in there yeah it's yeah. brutal it's brutal yeah yeah and he's like, this is the you think the thing you mentioned earlier where Josh asks Roth why he isn't in the Latinx club. Yeah. Um, and he Josh says, Oh, I'm not of that descent, but they let me sit in to learn. And so mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, well, like that's you know, that's like nice that he's trying to learn, right? Like that's great. Um, and then he asks, So what should I call you? Do you prefer Latino? You know, what do you prefer? And Roth says, Oh, you could just call me Mexican. And he's like, Oh my gosh, you let me you let me use that term. Let me call like, you Mexican, yeah. This was, yeah, this was bad. He's like, that's not an insult. Like, you can't. It's like worse that he's happy. Yeah, it's this is bad. This is bad here. And he's like, I don't celebrate any of the holidays except for Halloween, right? And then he like hits and like, hey, but yeah, like Mexican. And then we're all like, no. Yeah. And Leah's like, wow, it's rooting for him. He had gotten so much right. And Ross like, yeah, I'm still kind of rooting for him. And uh, he's like, why didn't you stop him? And he's like, that's his problem, not not mine. Um, and he says, also, if you let people talk like that, they actually reveal a lot about themselves. It's like the old saying, less is more. Yeah, he's like, this is when the being the quiet guy actually like comes in handy. You learn a lot about people. I'm like, yeah. can't relate. I have no idea what that's about. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the way he says he like he's he's so proud of his pronunciation because he's like uh yeah and like clearly he's been practicing and it's mm -hmm. it's no please please don't do this mm -hmm. yeah yeah when he does the dia de los muertos i was like mm -hmm. oh no no it's like when i do the marisol, marisol. yes uh i love it i like this conversation a lot i think like uh i you know i that raf is immediately like I don't always have to, I don't have to teach everybody. I don't have to, I don't know. That's not a me. I think that's like so true. Like, I think, mm -hmm. you know, um, in terms like there are times where I very much like, you know, uh, in terms of like perhaps being in like the LGBT community, I'm like, yeah, ask me questions. Sure. Like I'll, I'll, I'll let me answer some stuff for you. Let me try to age you. And then there's other times where I'm like, can't you just, can't you just Google? Can't you just look it up online? Right. You have to come to me. Like, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and so I love Ruff being like, yeah, that's not my problem. Like if he's like, you know, not messing like yeah to do that's just so much emotional uh, labor and energy on people to like think that they they always have to be like the teacher you know mm -hmm. um yeah uh back at the boys camp ivan has created excalibur uh <laughs> and this guy's like you go whole like a uh, black panther vibe. he's like no i do not do the mcu <laughs> yeah he's like yeah. I do, i'm not wakanda i'm not i'm not a philistine ariel much like what's like Theater, we don't do the mcu we don't do the <laughs> that's where everything is super <laughs> we are very much like same, same. we should yeah. just call it we should call <laughs> it the ivan pod we're gonna switch the po name potion recap theater very queer and we don't do this yeah. <laughs> very queer we're calling it ivan but um, this is this is yeah. what bothered me though too is like then we're it's like every single uh scene was like very problematic this episode because then we have scotty saying oh why do you have to be extra all the time to ivan uh, and ivan's like why do you have to be short and this is when scotty comes back with quick prancing around and man up and it's just like oh i hate this it was so yeah. it was just awful like he knows what he's saying he know like the, i i did love that ivan says like yeah what you're saying is homophobic and you just it's coded language you just don't understand that you can't just say that you know right. what i mean it's just ugh. 
I yeah. actually liked the, I don't like the scene that it's happening, but I like that it's happening on a show like this that like I do think this is such so survivalist shows, the shows were like there's a plane crash and they're left on an island are yeah. often so much about like you know, this is the thing they say about the TV show Survivor Rush is that, like it strips you down to who you are at your fundamental. And these are also teens, uh, teens with like not fully formed brains, people who are going to make mistakes. And I think it's I think what I liked about this episode, actually, the boy step, I think, here with like Kieran um, has racist subtext or or perhaps full text to Scotty. And yeah. then you have Scotty go and 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 have homophobic subtext um, towards um, towards Ivan and Ivan. I think I think the show did a very good job in this moment of. Um, sort of breaking down the argument of like, uh, we just talked about this on Heartstopper about like people get so concerned with the label of being called homophobic, uh, ra like racist, transphobic. Like it's like the act of, of that label being put on you feels like is implied to be worse than your behavior that you put that people are deeming to be kind of racist, kind of transphobic, kind of homophobic. Mm -hmm. People get so taken back of like when he's being like, here's all the things you're implying in your subtext when you are like telling me to like man up. Um, here's why there's like a history of that being problematic. And then Scotty's sitting there being like, I didn't say any of that. I'm not like, you know, you're putting this like label on me that I'm not that person. It's like, but you are doing a thing that like contributes to years and years and years of this thing. And so like, again, I think like, in the same way that I think the last scene in the episode is supposed to like make you feel uncomfortable. I actually think that like, this is a way in which I think it's actually pretty well done that like these are kids and teens who are making like bad choices on the show and saying things that they like. Um, I mean, gosh, I, we joke all the time, but like, yeah, if, like Facebook and Twitter were around, like when I was like younger, um, I feel like, I don't know, like, I, I, I don't know what I'm saying, but like, I don't know. I think you learn a lot when you're like, again, I like grew up in a yeah. community that like, People said shit like and I'm sure like mm -hmm. I said homophobic shit. I'm sure I said like racist shit. It's just like not in the, the public to see. And I hope that like mm -hmm. I learned from those lessons. And here mm -hmm. we have like somebody showing. And I think also like it is a show where I do think this is a pretty positive message coming from Ivan that I am glad to see depicted on the show because it, it tears down like one of the arguments, I think, um, that like sometimes people have about like some of this language. Yeah. And I think um, here specifically to have like because of, you know, we've talked a lot about the the diversity on the show, like to have two characters of color get to have this conversation and like with their uh, world, like their experience, like one being straight and one being queer, well, as far as we know, um, is like gives it a little bit extra something that it's not like one character speaking to a different character of like more privilege um or you know i guess in some ways but uh, i think that that makes it a little bit different than this kind of scene that we've yeah. seen before i guess that that is a good point that i hadn't considered fully is like even though it feels very tropey i think a lot of some of this stuff a lot of it feels like hyper masculine like very mm -hmm. stereotypical and that's why i don't enjoy it as much right that is a good point and i will say um we'll get to the scotty and ivan stuff later but i much prefer that scene like, i did i did enjoy I, that part of it i actually think the show is i think ultimately the show while there is gretchen saying the boys will fail the will show that the boys have like this bed so i i do think the show actually is trying to uh figure out ways to to show that the boys can like why do men participate in like toxic masculinity 
And I do think the yeah. show is trying to show that in a, in, I think a, like a fairly nuanced way that I, 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 I feel like will be, and I feel like, I don't know, we haven't seen the end of this, but like, I do kind of think that the way they're approaching it, just cause you have somebody like Ivan, who's like, yeah, that language, like, you don't understand what you're saying in back-to-back episodes, basically like yeah. calling out language, which it does feel a little bit like the modern movement. And I think in like a way that um, is well articulated, especially in a TV show. And I, cause I feel like the, the feeling I'm getting is that like these scenes, particularly with Ivan, that it does actually feel like uh, there is queerness in, in this writing in a way that I think sometimes with like queer stories, they can feel very tropey because they feel very much written by like straight people um, and what the like other thing, othering experience feels mm-hmm. like. So I don't know. I, I've kind of liked, I actually liked some of the like conflict and, and what they're actually trying to say with the boys group um, in this mm-hmm. episode. So I don't know. And also just comparing it to, again, what happens at the end, it's just like, so it makes so much more sense here, you know, like what they're trying to do, the intent becomes like, oh, yeah, more and more, uh, I don't know, confounding, like as we get closer Mm -hmm. to to where it goes. Yeah, take this scene any every single day over the last uh, last scene. But yeah, Yeah. so they eventually say, you know, it's going to take a real man to kill it. Uh, and so, uh, and so Ivan asks Scotty, like, what do you think a real man is? And he's like, well, I stand when I pee. I like a big breakfast. I make enough money to support my family. Uh, and like, luckily the tension is cut a little bit when Kieran and Josh come back with a dead possum. Again, I liked it. He's like, what makes you a real man? And Scotty gives all of these things that are like so superficial and all things that like, uh, yeah. I guess technically all of our things what we could do. So, you know, uh, yeah. So Yeah. Standing when yeah. you pee would make a mess, but it would be, yeah, you, it's doable. They make those women urinals now. Also, I'll just say some 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 women have penises. So also, that is true. No? But have you so, seen yeah. the urinal things? <laughs> yeah, I, I have not actually. With these urinals. You haven't? No. It's like a funnel that you like hold up there and it mm. like funnels out. So like on a long road trip. Um oh you could do but i do have a hot tip hot tip if you're camping and uh you cannot or do not want to stand and pee um hold a tree hug a tree hold a tree hug a tree yes Yes. we're back we're back baby and you pee and you don't get a mess all over yourself Mm -hmm. pro tip Are are you standing uh, you're leaning. Uh, you're kind of like leaning. You're squatting. You're like squatty. Okay. I right. wouldn't consider that standing because my knees are bent. Okay. Um. So yeah, Josh and Kieran come back. Uh, they have a possum or an opossum. Okay, I don't know which one it is. Uh, I think it's both. No, it's not both. They're very different animals. Are one, they different? One is, in, one is in North America and one's in, in, and they're not related at all. One is is so okay. one is in Canada I, and one is in America. North America and one is in Australia. Lying. Are you I'm not, not lying. lying. Uh, dragon fruit. I'm not lying. My brain is all over the walls right now. That is wild. So go, What's the so difference between like, possible? They have very similar names. They are very distinct possum. animals. Here are the seven key differences between the two animals. Possums are native to Australia, New Zealand, and China. Well, opossum. So this is an opossum. No, where are we? So it might be a possum. <laughs> We're in like Fiji. We're on an island. Yes. I mean, we're not on an island. Opossums but... live in America and southern Canada. Um, yeah, opossums are around here. I've mm-hmm. seen an opossum. <gasps> there was a, oh my God, there must have been an opossum. There was an opossum in my backyard and I thought it was dead. And I was like, oh yeah. And then I went back inside and I got Winston inside. And then I went out later and it was gone. It was just plain dead. And Winston no. fell for it. Winston is my dog. He fell for it. That schmuck. 
Um, oh. And I and they they uh, the the biggest thing is like you hear like playing possum. Yeah, because they play um, dead and they put out these gross smells to make animals think they're dead. Yes, but um, it's actually not possums that play dead. It is opossums that play dead. Yes. Uh, oh no. Play opossum. <laughs> the the possum does not actually play dead. Yeah. So good to know. So yeah. this was a po a possum, not an opossum. Well. It depends on where we are. So oh if it's it's, 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 it's possible Bull. that it was both. <laughs> uh, if if we're saying Fiji, yeah, if we're closer to like Australia, New Zealand, China, then it's probably a possum rather than an opossum. But am okay. I am I wrong? If it was that it planted kind of by the North looked, Americans, it kind of looked like an opossum. I think it did look like an opossum. It yeah. did look like an opossum. So, oh my gosh, they shipped this opossum in for them. It's you the Confederate. What? It's the Confederate. Do you know what? Let's take a commercial break and we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll be right back to hear more about the wilds. About the possum. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> It don't even mention the apostle. I didn't do any Googling. So Leah and Fatten find Donnie. <laughs> uh, they're like, you can't go back to camp. You can't bring that big log back. Like camp's a no-go zone. Uh, you can't bring the log back. Uh, they're doing Tai Chi. So you can't go back. Uh, Fatten's like, let's go snare some birds. Let's shoot with uh, with with Marta's uh, um, uh, slingshot. And it's like, well, what's wrong with what's wrong with Marta? And he's like, she is... Which Ariel last episode you were like dicks are this show's diarrhea, but turns out diarrhea is the show's diarrhea. Diarrhea is like hold my beer. I'm off of my after party run and I'm ready for my new show. Hilarious. I just love Leah's 
Leah, uh, sort of like happy deranged Leah is like my favorite mm-hmm. version of Leah, I think, where she's just she like just... so like trying to lie. She has her wild eyes in and yeah. fat and is just like, what are you doing? Tone it down. And she's like, she's... I don't know why I said that. I don't know why I said I'm that. I'm trying. <laughs> and immediately I was like, how does Dot not see through this? And then later we find out she did see through it the whole time. And I was like, oh, thank God, Dot. I was concerned yeah. for a second. <laughs> So Rachel's making a sand cake on the beach. It looks, looks beautiful. So good. Yeah. Then she stares at the good. waves sadly. That so. made me very sad. Face acting. <laughs> Facting. Facting. Yeah. Facting. That sounds yeah, like Face acting. <laughs> and then we get Jess's favorite scene. Martha and Tony have made a crown. And it's just, <laughs> uh, it's just like twigs. And Shelby's like, I am going to call it a no. It's not yeah, a crown. Like, it's a sad wreath. If somebody had that on their front door, I would think whoever lives there has given up. She's like, I'm going to be blunt because we don't have the time. This is crap. I'm not disappointed in you. I'm disappointed in the work and I'm disappointed in you, Tony. <laughs> so good. Uh, this is amazing. They're like, okay, we'll take another crack at it. And Martha's mm-hmm. like, what is going on with you, Tony? Like, are you a clone? Uh, it's like the the Tony I knew would have given her a roundhouse kick, and this is like, <laughs> being like pretty sexy. And I was like, no, it's gross. But you know, whatever. I love how happy Shelby has made you. Aww. I've never seen you so mellow. And she's like, Tony's like, it's great. It's also weird. Like no hiding, no secrets. I feel safe, which is totally new. No secrets. No. Did you hear that? No secrets. I secretly Thanks. think the secret's gonna get out. There's a legal secret. Mm-hmm. I know. I a lot of people we showed we were shipping them, but apparently Shelby is not into ships. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Shippy was not shipping the ship. And Shelby, yeah. I wonder if Shelby overheard this too, because she like kind of looks up when she says it, and I'm like, yeah, let that guilt simmer, Shelby. Let She's that looking. guilt simmer on up. Yeah, Rachel, bring it to back. a boil. Yeah. <laughs> Rachel comes back. She's like, the beach is looking great. He's so and proud of her work. Shelby's like, Rachel, you were the only person not making my life harder. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, <laughs> this if, is the party yeah. planning committee of the island. Real, and I'm here for, for it. She's like, if we pull this off, it's going to be magical. And Rachel's like, uh, hold on. Can you just like not get super like poetic about like the island? Like, don't do that. Like, this is not our home. Uh-huh. And Rachel, uh, Shelby realizes that like Rachel's like, you know, a little bit upset. And Rachel's like, I'm just a little touchy today, but I'm fine. So. Yeah, Shelby like overcorrects at that point. I think yeah. she's also feeling guilty that like, oh, we could have been off this island if not for me, who definitely sabotaged that situation. And so she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? Do you do you need to take a rest? Like, are you yeah. sure you can do this? And so yeah. she's like completely overcorrecting in the other other direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's not. She's not doing a good job. She's like, "What? I'm not. I feel fine. What are you talking about? I'm not. It's fine." <laughs> And Rachel's like, mm, I don't know. Oh, that's not yourself. Um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, what's the dealio with that? What's the dealio. <laughs> we cut back to the bunker, and uh, Josh uh, is like, yeah, <laughs> high five. Actually, it's kind of a low five for you. I love it. He's like, sorry, I couldn't go down. Claustrophobia is one of my worst phobias. <laughs> He's like, better than Zeno. <laughs> Like, at least I'm not, yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, and then they so spill bad. these papers, and he's like, What do you think he'd rate it? And I did not get this at all, I didn't either. <laughs> what is going on? Oh, they spilled the papers. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, I just wish like Seth would let me intern for him. Yeah, I think he so calls sweet. it 
does he call it like a level seven uh, documentation regurgitation? Yes, that's like right. That. <laughs> um, and then this is this is sad. This is sad. Josh Stepper is like, I apologize for talking so much. I had a list until I was seven, and I guess I'm making up for lost time. My dad once made a joke at dinner that he regretted spending money, all the money, on Dr. Brimmer, the speech therapist. Meanwhile, his siblings are superhuman, and he doesn't have many friends, and he gets stress hives. He was sent on the trip, maybe to learn a little grit. Maybe, and then Raph is like, maybe it's working. You're surviving and you're making friends. And then Josh is like, oh, Raph, call me his friend. Oh, they can, they can celebrate Cinco de Mayo together. Or uh, what's the other one? Oh, Mexican uh, Halloween? Right. No. Oh, no. Yeah, this is sweet. Um, the thing is, is like I see, I could see my family making this joke of like, oh, we shouldn't have like said like I told my parents I was yeah. on a podcast, and they're like, who would want to listen to you talk for an hour and a half? Like, yeah, this is very much a joke that is in line with my family. And then your parents said that, and then you were like, yeah. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what's the dealio with that, parents? Um, but yeah, it's really sad. Like, poor Josh. I think it's made worse by the fact that he's, it seems like his siblings are like, uh, like, uh, respected more by his parents. Yeah. Um, we don't actually know. If I had to guess, I would say his siblings probably suffer from similar anxieties to Josh. They just don't externalize them as much as he does. Um, mm -hmm. And that's the sad part, right? Like you don't know who's struggling. And so I wish that he could like have this conversation with his siblings. Maybe he has, I don't know. Um, Season two just... euphoria almost went there with like uh, there, uh, a cat has a story, nearly a storyline in season two where it's like, uh, she's like talking to this woman who's like, like beautiful and she, and the woman's like yeah why do you like why do you think i look like this i have i have anxiety i have neuroses that's why i yeah. like put so much work into like my image you know um yeah. and yeah i think that like that it, that could be true you know who um, looks very good and you know is jacked and, and maybe has his own anxieties and neuroses that we could explore over the course of the season and maybe turn out that he's maybe more redeemable than we thought at first <laughs> it's everyone's favorite character kieran <laughs> yeah it's kieran yeah jess yeah. <laughs> Yes. I hate uh, him. I I really do. I loathe him. Like I never felt like this about Shelby. You know, like there were times where I was really annoyed with Shelby and I was frustrated with Shelby and like but I think very quickly the show resolved like yeah, the reason she's acting like this is because she's closeted and she's confused and blah blah blah. Kieran has no excuse. He's just a jerk. Yet. He has no excuse yet. Well, they're taking their sweet time with it, aren't they? Listen, I mean, I'm just, if you just give me a second, I'm just writing down the timestamp so I can have a montage queued up for when Kieran inevitably gets redeemed. <laughs> and I'm like, I'll never like, I'll never like Kieran. I'll never like, like, you know that Kieran. That's a you great know, impression of me. You know, I kept thinking. I, it was almost lolly. And then I realized it was not real lolly. It got really so, Southern. I know. I know. I'm surprised it got from actually up from New York. No. Got very Southern. Yeah. Okay. No, I'll save my, I'll save my Kieran comment. I'm talking for, here. That's just. <laughs> Hey, I'm talking here. Hey, I'm talking here. Hey, uh -huh. you guys. You guys. Use. All right. Uh, the others arrive uh, at the at the bunker. They're ready to make the trap. Bo's like, "Can we do the team cheer again?" And they're like, "No." And Ben's like, "It's because we have to be stealthy." Yeah, Henry, the one who was like singing the sea shanty before the last time they were trying to like <laughs> get away from the jaguar. Oh, now it's like we have to be stealthy. Can I ask you both a question about Henry that I've noticed over these four episodes? Hmm. This man. Okay, they're on day 15, yes? yes? Yes. This boy, this this teenager, has had Bluetooth headphones around his neck the entire time. They're dead. 
They definitely don't work. Mm. Why? I didn't even notice. Mm. It's like they're just hanging around his neck, and I'm like, you aren't listening to anything. I didn't notice that either. They'd be dead. Wait, unless he's a Confederate and he gets a charger. He gets messages. He gets messages. You know what? He gets voice memos. (laughs) No, I mean they probably still smell like chocolate cake, so he like keeps them close to him to his nose. Like, oh, he wants cake by the ocean floor. He like he like kind of smells the the back of his neck sometimes, which we all know was sung by Mm. Joe Jonas. Yes, I thought you were gonna say Pink. (laughs) GMT, (laughs) Pink Joe Jonas, and Mm -hmm. uh, Kelly Clarkson, and Kelly Clarkson, the super group. Now I want to hear them, but oh my gosh, that medley. All right, back at the girls' camp. Surprise! It's a party on the beach. Dottie is a hard-ass working queen. They give her her crown, which actually looks lovely. looks great. It Uh, it looks so much better than the first one. Yes, I was going to say, great pivot. Great pivot based on those notes. Pivot. Uh, They know Shelby was... (laughs) That sounded like a combo of... Ross um, and Moira Rose. Yes! Moira Ross. No, no, no. It was Moira. It was Moira of an Alexis. Alexis Ross. Alexis Ross. It was a little bit. Pivot. Pivot. Ew, pivot. Ew, pivot. David, pivot. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, uh, Dottie knows that Shelby was behind this. They party. Um, Dottie's like, I know the bar is low, but this is the best birthday I've ever had. Oh Martha says gosh. her best birthday was two years ago when Tony sucked them into a casino. Shelby talks about her best birthday. It was great themed. <laughs> they they rented an old car and she got a video from Joel Austin. <laughs> oh. He's like a TV uh like evangelist. Televangelist, e- yeah, yeah. Televangelist, yeah. Oh, I was like, am I supposed is to he? know this? Yeah, he is, right? He's a, okay. I mean I just figured it was some like Yeah, he's a pastor or something that televangelist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you um, see him like he'll do like infomercials and talking about God and yeah. stuff. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Rachel's lying down. She's drinking the champagne. And she says, now I only have one birthday to celebrate. Oh not two. So F all your birthdays. And Dot goes to support her. And Shelby's like, they're like, maybe act your age for once. She's like, I'm actually now an adult. So I don't know. And I'm like, okay, don't, don't act your age. We're going to go. You're retired just like Barbara. Shelby's going to go talk to you. It was so great. Um, I loved this. I thought the birthday was beautiful. They had, they made an arch. They had balloons from the retirement box. They obviously had the three-tier sand cake where they put sparklers in it and she got to blow them out. Yeah. Um, She did, they did all did limbo. They hit the pinata that looked like the rom, top ramen guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this was such a sweet moment. Like I, Again, these are Ariel, these are like earned moments because we watched all the crap they went through in season mm-hmm. one. And so moments yeah. like this and moments where they sing home together are so heartwarming yeah. because we've seen yeah. them from then to now. Yes. Unlike other things this episode, this is completely mm-hmm. earned. And yeah. um it's it's just really sweet. Although I have to say, I kept wondering, are they gonna like how far are we gonna take this? Like, are they gonna cut the pretend cake? Like, I know they're oh, not going to eat, eat it. it. I they know want cake by the it. ocean floor, Ariel. What if it's cake well, like, of how... the ocean floor? <laughs> how far does, <laughs> like, how far do we go here with the, yeah. with the process, yeah. you know? And, like, mm-hmm. they have the sparklers. Yeah. They have the <laughs> oh, yeah. No, not the sand. No. <laughs> uh... <laughs> because, actually, Imagine I would Harris argue. favorite impression of <laughs> I would argue. <laughs> I would argue that, like, if they packed the sand properly, which clearly it looked like she did because it's so, like, lovely. It's Rachel. She did. The form. Yeah. The, the, the sand is so is formed so lovingly. Um, 
if they did a, a good enough job, like packing the moisture or whatever, it would actually cut really well. Like it would be very. You should have um, cut a slice out. Pretend yeah, to eat it. Very, and then pretended to shove it in each other's faces like they do on a wedding. Yeah. Oh. Ew, no, not the no same. No getting married. Oh, right? oh, 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 no, on the stand. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, Henry thinks the trap isn't going to work. Statistically, yeah, first so does, so does Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, ask if anybody saw the first draft of Bugs Bunny, which I tried to look up, but I, I couldn't really find it. He seems not that weird, but whatever. Um, suddenly they hear a growl. Uh, it chases after them. It falls into the trap, but it's very clearly still alive. Kieran stabs it with Excalibur, Ivan Spear, and the boys celebrate. And they're doing a very primitive dance. Yeah. Um, notably, it is like uh, Kieran is the one leading the charge. And mm -hmm. when they hear the growl and they think that it's about to escape, it is only Kieran and Ivan who mm -hmm. stick around. Yeah, everybody ran away. That's true. Because by the time Kieran is like stabbing it, now he's like standing over. And again, so appreciative that we didn't get another shadow CGI. puppet. I know, like, but no I bad was. CGI. Tell me, Ariel, were you just thinking, okay, I know this is silly, but all I was thinking in my head is like, there is a person underneath there just taking the spear he's stabbing and just jiggling it around their hands. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine who's I didn't. I didn't think of it, but you're absolutely right. Like this person has like like a giant sponge or something that like the stick could have like sank into. So then you can just hold it and move the thing. I think I I would argue that's probably more realistic looking. Um, but this is silly. This is a little bit silly. So silly. But they end up they end up doing it. But I kept thinking that Kieran was gonna die. Like I was like, oh my god, the redemption arc. Was like his the, death? Tw the twist is exactly like the twist isn't that he got a redemption like the twist is that he died <laughs> like that's what i thought i was like oh no grace no he'll be no. redeemed don't you worry <laughs> if i watch next episode and he's redeemed grace i'm gonna hold you personally responsible <laughs> well, <laughs> well, what I told you? i'm actually a writer on the show so yeah. um your criticisms of it has not been great jess is, gonna send, jess is gonna send grace uh spear via mail <laughs> do you know whose um dialogue i wrote most i wrote same for marisol Oh, no. oh yeah, yeah. No, no, that no. makes sense. Yeah, right. no, of course. Yeah. <laughs> oh. okay. uh, uh, and yeah. this is when we get the Scotty and Ivan scene where Scotty goes yeah. up to Ivan. Yeah, they're all like dancing around this fire again, very like ooh, ooh, me, ooh, man, ooh, me, yeah. me punch my chest. Yeah. You yeah. know, like if style. you're gonna go ooh, 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 at least start off play Uga Chuck. <laughs> come on. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Something that makes more sense. Uh, yeah, but, but I like this because I feel like again, Scotty had told Ivan, like, you gotta man up. And then when they're actually yeah. like in, you know, in a situation, it's Scotty who who ran. And he's like, yeah. well, what Scotty doesn't know. Scotty, how to Scotty doesn't Jaguar. know. Damn it. I was Harry, <laughs> <laughs> you want me to edit it? You want me to edit it? Like, you, you want to edit it so you say first? Yes, let's do okay. it. <laughs> um, good thing I definitely edit the podcast and it's not Jess. Um, it's definitely Grace who edits this. Definitely not me who made the joke. It's before definitely not Scotty because Scotty doesn't know. See, I got to say it too. <laughs> but now we've thrown enough, like, uh, you know, mystery into the air. Maybe Jess edited herself saying it before. Stop, so now, you're right. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? Oh, God. Now. Um, so uh, I had to run. Like, one of us always dies first. Um, and I love Ivan being like, 
Yeah, you can't just like joke your way into congeniality with me. Yeah. Uh, like, we're going to need a real like, you know, moment. Uh, and he's like, yeah, it's my bad earlier. All the shit I said. He was out of line. He doesn't know where it comes from, but he's sorry. And then Ivan says, we're cool. And does the Wakanda forever. I was so happy when they did the Wakanda gesture. Wakanda cute. It was so cute. And this, see, this is why. Well, the first scene, I was like, eh. But because we got this as, like, a, a result, I was like, okay. The first scene wasn't so bad because we ended it on this instead. And, again, these are the kind of, like I said, was it last podcast? I'm losing track. The pairs. Yeah. It's all about the pairs. Yes. And I feel That's like. That's fruit ever. I feel like Ben. It's, like it, it's all about the cones. Um, it's all yeah. about the pears. <laughs> Make sure they are ripe. Uh, I hate pears. They're pears. When they're sweet, they're very good. No. What are we still? Are we talking about pears? Never had a good pear. Yeah. What you've never had a good pear? I'm sure I have, but like not even worth. You got, it. Have you gotten the mealy ones? You don't want a mealy one. Yeah, don't want a mealy one. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like apples. You they're can, mainly mealy, like red delicious. It can go real bad real fast. The only I get ones a lot I trust... of. Yeah, that sounds like a Fast and the Furious. Fast and the Furious, real bad, real fast. Oh, it's a car movie. <laughs> Um, yeah, the movie. pair, like, I can't think of the company that you buy. Like, my roommates, my old roommate's mom used to always, like, send them around, like, Christmas time, and I'd get a whole bunch. It was, like, Henry and something. They're, like, these really fancy pairs that come to you in the mail and they're organic or whatever. They are, like, delicious. And, like, you're eating them, and, like, it's falling down your chin. It's, just, it's like, borderline think, disgusting. I think I, at some point I broke my Google Automate because I just got fancy pairs, Henry, and then it was, like, Cavill? <laughs> no, no. I think it's Harry and David. Royal yes, Rivera yes, it's pair. two names. Yes, 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 yes. Wait a minute. Are these the pairs that cost like eighty dollars? I don't know. Because these are they were six gifted. pairs for forty bucks. I will not sign on to that. I will not endorse that. Six pairs for forty dollars. I endorse. First of all, they are freaking delicious. I second don't care. Of all, second of all, I have never bought them. I only freeloaded. So. That's a you freeloaded off of someone's like twenty dollar pair. Well, it was my roommate being like, "I'm not going to eat all these." My mom sent me like like a dozen pairs, so I was like, "Don't mind if I do." Stop and not knowing the price of the pairs, though. You're like a twenty dollar <laughs> pair. The whole box is forty. So you know, just is like seventy seven dollars a pair. You're like, like no, you're like the price. That. The price is already outrageous. Like, listen, it's I didn't go to school for effing math. Fair. Uh -huh. Um. So Kieran is celebrating. Ivan comes over and is like, actually, it was my my weapon that landed the final blow. Yeah, where's Excalibur? Um, like, where is it? Like, actually, it was pretty disgusting. And we threw it in the fire. It's a good choice. Yeah. And uh, I thought he was going to freak out here. Now, again, I so just, you already yeah. mentioned this, but at this point, like, you're looking at the runtime. And unfortunately, yeah. because of, and like, I guess a show would argue, see, this is why we don't want to do content warnings, with which is absolutely crap. Um, mm -hmm. But like, because you're expecting it and you're like, you're looking for it and you're like, Okay, who's gonna snap? Who's gonna be the person when's, that does something bad? Like, yeah. is it? Mm -hmm. And every time somebody is upset about something here at the end, you think that that is gonna be in some way like the inciting incident. Yep. Yeah. Um, so uh, he kind of like jokingly like pleads into the fires, like sort of like yeah, whatever. Um, Raph is like, oh, we need to celebrate you, Seth. Like, you put the whole thing together. Um, this was all you. And so they yeah, he um, does the joke where because he Seth did the same thing to Raph. Like this is all right. you, man. So he right. like gives it back to him. And so Seth does, except and then Josh is like speech, speech, speech. And Seth basically starts to do like a five minute stand up routine. Um, but then he's like talking about it. he vividly remembers the day he met all of them. Bo and Scott, Scotty were ride or die, but die didn't really seem like a real possibility. Who knew? 
Um, Ivan with the sick loafers that he'd love to borrow. Josh offered him meds and homeopathic remedies right away. Um, he didn't remember Henry because he didn't want to, he didn't have to. And he wrote off Kieran as a juice head asshole. When are you going to change my mind? Uh, Kieran like gets up, but Josh or Seth is like, no, I actually think your act first, think later attitude has helped us more than once. And then there's Roth. No joke here. Stared down some dark shit on that first day, but Roth's calm nature saved their sanity. Strangers who came together and killed the Jaguar. And then he gets pants. Like, why is pantsing still a thing? I hate it. Ugh. I hate it. It so, is so, it's terrible. Yeah. I actually think this is like, I mean, this is all, this is also this is kind of like assault to pants someone. So I was thinking, yeah. honestly, Grace, when this happened, I was like, oh, is this it? I really did yeah. think that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I wondered whether, yeah. like, whether it was a moment like him being exposed and then whether, like, that was the thing we were going to have, like, deal with moving forward and, like, him be, and then him, him trying to attack karen like him chasing after him, but yeah really mm -hmm. not cool to pants somebody so you know, no. never uh period full stop uh yeah. and it's just not and like to that point it's we understand seth's emotional state very specifically in this moment where he is like embarrassed obviously and clearly everyone's laughing everybody everyone is laughing yep. and it's like a slow-mo the slow-mo moment right if he's looking like at everyone and they're all laughing at him and he's already told and clearly by the look mm -hmm. on his face it's upsetting him but he has already told us and told kieran that like he wants to be liked by people and clearly mm -hmm. here this is like what is the opposite for him personally yeah for a second i yeah. thought roth was gonna follow him like that is what i thought was going i to thought happen. so too yeah, I was surprised mm -hmm. when he didn't. Yeah. Um, so Rachel's alone on the beach. Shelby comes to sit next to her. And Shelby says, you know, it won't go away. Shelby says she understands. Grace, um, before you continue, this is exactly what we were talking about last episode when we say we said fatten doesn't do the whole, oh, I understand completely yes. what you're going yes. through. And yes. she, when Shelby did this, I was like, are you effing kidding me, Shelby? <laughs> yes. She actually does have an example. No, she, that does. I, she does. Uh, but yeah, it is true. I was like, yeah, the fatten is like, it was so funny. Was, yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's good. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Shelby's talking about her best friend, Becca, um, who ended up uh, uh, death by suicide. Um, uh, she blames herself. Um, blame is hard to put on one person, but Shelby says she deserves a lot of it. She admits um, she kissed her, um, but it, but told everyone that it was the other way around. And even Becca started to believe it. Sometimes Shelby wanted to follow her. Rachel asks how she pulled herself out of it. And Shelby actually says the, the Lord and starts to repeat this uh, prayer. Um, and the prayer made her feel steady uh, until one day she actually was. And Rachel starts to repeat the phrase. Um, yeah. So, very stupid question. This is the person that we met last season yes. that yes. she's referring to, right? Okay, yeah, yep. that's what I thought. Because the order kisses. of events sounded yeah. a little different because there was that whole, like, she said, she said part with the parents and who told who what and all mm -hmm. that, like, repression. So I was, like, a little bit confused. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep, it's the same one. And I guess, like, yeah, this does make more sense. Like, when, when at first when Shelby said she understands, I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. And I had forgotten about the Becca storyline. Yeah. Um. But this was a nice moment. Again, another pairing. And it's yep. one that I don't think we see super often to my recollection, the Shelby and Rachel, which I really enjoy because I like when we, I think it shows the strength of the actors when you could smash any two of them together and the strength yes. of the characters, smash any two of them together and it's going to be compelling. Um, And so I really enjoyed this. I really thought like Shelby did a great job at like bringing her own 
spin on how to make yourself feel better. This is her method. Maybe it doesn't work for everyone, but at least Rachel can maybe try it and see, see if it helps her. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I am not a religious person, but I have people in my life who have struggled with things and used religion as the thing that like helped them. And I, I, this thing of like, it made me, it made her feel steady until one day she actually was, I think is like, is a mm -hmm. thing that like, my parents are very religious. They get a lot out of being part of a community and, and, and having faith. Like I, I, you know, it is a thing for people. So, um, uh, yeah, I, I thought this story, you know, is it, good. I think it's interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so Josh sits next to Seth and uh, he says, you just got to let it uh, not even let it get to you. That's how they win. Josh knows exactly how Seth feels. He got pants during his sixth grade spelling bee. Um, also, his brother made him lick the Ugh. toilet seat and not the top. And Seth Yo. tells Josh, thank you, but I'm good. Um, and Josh says, anytime, man. And then says, it's time for me to go to bed. Good night. Josh, he's this this whole yeah. uh, this whole scene. I think it's worth noting that like Josh is obviously super inebriated, and I don't yes. think he's necessarily picking up on social cues because oh, no. he yeah. constantly is like putting his arm around Seth, and like Seth is actively like pushing him away, like physically pushing yeah. him away, yeah. and so it, yeah, it's like, really uncomfortable to watch in general because you know Josh doesn't necessarily fit in, and it doesn't seem like Seth has really given Josh the time of day beyond, um the first uh, episode where he's like reaching out and saying like, let him feel his feelings. Like it's fine. You know, when he, Josh was crying and Seth was the one who kind of stood up against Kieran. Yeah. It's just because like, in the first, like in my notes, I've like the, like when I'm remembering writing the notes, I was like, Oh, I, I actually thought the scene was like kind of cute and kind of fun. And it's so devastating yeah. like, when you think back about now knowing what happens. Um, because I mean, all this, all it does now in retrospect is like really actually make me like appreciate Josh uh, a little bit, a little bit more even that like he, he is being so he's like, yeah, I got pants, you know, and it like, I don't yeah. know, it's such a Josh way to like be, be talking about it of like, yeah, right. and also I had to look at the toilet seat, you know, like, but it's so heartbreaking to know that like in yeah. retrospect, like, um, this is gonna happen and then, and then Seth is gonna be do assaults. Josh is terrible. Yeah. 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 Um, so they're talking about, uh, day 15 and this moment in the, in the bunker Raph says he wasn't there. Um, he was with the others and Leah says, come on, keep going. And Raph says, I'm not supposed to tell anyone. Uh, but sometimes he just wants to say it out loud. He has to hear it out loud. He went to him. He, uh, and then immediately Leah basically stops him, hugs him and whispers in his ear. They're listening. Uh, we'll find another way. And as they're watching on the video cameras, they realize that Leah sabotaged, uh, you know, this moment that uh, Roth was about to mm -hmm. reveal um, what had happened. Gretchen says, I hate seeing promising people be a disappointment. Such a bitter pill when they disappoint you. Mm -hmm. So, it, yeah. Yeah, she, she snaked us. She's she like, us. okay, calm yeah. down, Gretchen. Yeah. It sucks because we've seen that Leah is not so... She's great at the manipulation game. Yeah. But we saw with her trying to hide Dot's surprise birthday party that, like, she's bad at yeah, the actual, yeah. like, faking it part. And so it's very yeah. obvious from them watching. Like, I think, obviously, me sitting here in my desk, like, saying, oh, you could have done a better job at, like, hiding it. But I, I still think they would have figured it out regardless. Like, you know, he's about to say um, all of the things. <laughs> but I also, th I think um, perhaps since the beginning of season, this is the, the most sort of like, as I don't I, like redeemable is the wrong word, I think for Leah, but like 
this is like this is main character energy stuff of like uh being yeah. a you know she's like uh sort of trying to like negotiate with them and like willing to throw people under the bus and as soon as she sees that what she's about to do is going to have you know it's going to be emotional it's going to be a bit like like and lee doesn't know what happened she just has like the feeling that like what roth is about to say is going to be really hard to hear she's like okay don't like basically like if you say it now i'm like i can't like uh like I'm abusing your trust because you, I know yeah. somebody else is listening. So like, it's let's going too stop. Far, yeah. we're going too far. Like we're crossing a line very clearly. So like, I think, um, yeah, I mean, the show is a lot of, I, again, I think this is like, you know, not uh, inherently good people and inherently evil people. I think Leah has made like a lot of, of, of mistakes and, and whatever. And there's this complicated thing where like, she knows she's right, but everybody else thinks she's wrong and all of that stuff. But I thought this was really, really good from Leah to like mm -hmm. stop Raph. Yeah. Yeah. So fortunately, this the end of the episode. Uh, Josh is sleeping. Seth enters um, and says, "Do you think I'm like you? I'm nothing like you." Um, and um, masturbates over top of him, repeating, "I'm nothing effing like you." Uh, when he's finished, he, he puts his foot on him. When he leaves, he sits by the fire. Josh crying on the ground, and none of the other boys have noticed. So, a pretty hard to watch uh, final scene. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> My most skeptical, like viewpoint on this is like because and the reason i thought of this was because like by the time we get to the fire scene like right before uh seth is pantsed i kept being like naively of course maybe they made a mistake maybe i missed it maybe this thing isn't going to happen because now it's feeling like we've spent all this time wondering when it's going to happen and it's not going to happen. And like, how are you going to force it now in like the next two minutes and have it make sense? And it's almost like the content warning is at the beginning and they're like, Oh, let's have you rethinking. Like, I don't think this is what actually happened, but it's just, it, it sucks. Like as we talk about like content warnings and how um, they might want to use them or not use them. And some shows don't even bother, which is unfortunate. But like here to almost like weaponize it in this way, potentially of like, you think it's you're going to know what's coming and it's not I just it's all ugly all around. And I think, um, again, it doesn't feel earned and it feels very out of a, out of the blue for something that's already ugly. You need to make it land. You need to make it make sense, because otherwise it's just like for this for like shock value. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think there's I, I do. I will give them some credit. And I think that like, if you're weaponizing the content warning um, or like the idea that's a moment is coming, shows have a million other ways to do that within the narrative structure of the show. So to have somebody in the bunker being like, I get like, there's this whole thing of like how the story makes sense, but you could figure out some way to be like, what I did was somebody saying what I did was awful or some, something like that oh, to like, and, and we already know, we already know that something bad happened on day 15. So like, and nothing to the point that, they don't know about right so they know there's an animal they know you know yeah. whatever so they've already kind of like within the framework of the show set up that something is coming and so i i do think that the the content warning on the show is in there genuinely but you know i mean that's me basically being like amazon amazon knows what they're doing yeah. <laughs> defending a giant mega corporation so i, I don't know whatever yeah. but yeah, this scene is, is rough. And again, I just think like there are other ways, I think, to like do this without having this scene. There this are other ways to make it there. fail, you know, like they can consider the toxic masculinity a failure. Like there are other ways to say that the boys failed. And we know because they told us already the boys get removed on day 20. 
So that means we have five days left of boys on island. And like, there are so many other things that could have happened here. Um, it's just, it's, it's ugly. And like Ariel had said, I don't think that we fully understand what happened. Like we don't understand. They last 34 days, but yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Why did I think it was 20? No, it's fine. It's uh, the girls last 50 though, right? Yes. Is that what yeah, it is? Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I think I had the round number. Anyway. So, I yeah. do. I I go back and forth on this a lot about should a show do like this show tackles big topics. So like mm-hmm. I do think um I I don't know whether I'm at the point to say like the show shouldn't have done a story where somebody sexually assaults somebody. I, I don't know that I'm like I don't know. I feel like that's within the framework of a show that I'm watching. How they actually chose to depict it, I think, is a different. That's where I. Yes, that's where my problem is, is like the way it happened. It was very it felt very shock value. It did not feel like it didn't feel like it was handled with the sensitivity like Marty's story was. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so I don't know. We're like halfway through the season. And so can the I, I actually think there is a path to move forward that shows actually how we'll come out of 34 days uh, of this thing. And like, if they think it's actually, it was actually a failure to show actually they were much more actually resilient than mm-hmm. um, they thought that they actually support each other. That they actually were a strong community. Once you were able to remove Seth's like, however, like, you know, to look, think about like what Roth does. Roth knows that this happened and Roth is in handcuffs. So I don't think this bodes well for Seth coming out of this alive. So however that happens, while it looks mm-hmm. like it's a catastrophic failure that they turned on each other, is it actually a story of the the parts of the community working together to expel something that mm-hmm. was negative and toxic? I think that there's a path forward for that story, but in this moment, I'm I'm not totally feeling it yet. But we mm-hmm. shall see. Yeah, yeah, and I mean they have to fit in a Kieran redemption story in there too, so they got their hands full. I'm they they have put the worst thing. That I think we'll see on the show. <laughs> the show, I think, like, so, there's oh a, such a strong possibility so. that, like, there's a there's a path out of this moment that actually redeems Kieran. So I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just gonna say it. Mm, we'll see. All right. Well, that's our episode for coverage day 42 slash 15. We will be back tomorrow with episode five, a day 45 slash 16. So we're only going to be a day later uh on the on the uh, boy side and three days later on the girl side um yeah we'll be back with that tomorrow um jess you are the jess sterling on on sure uh, i am ariel you are that other ariel i am mm-hmm. at high from grace um we will be back uh tomorrow um i wish i knew the wild wild west song because i can't remember it as i uh, wild, wild west went around to the wild wild west when I throw into the fire, I think that's gone. All right, bye. <laughs> I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.